Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Cosmos, Cosmos Space-Time Odyssey, and Cosmos Possible Worlds. Cosmos Space Time Odyssey Episode 11, titled The Immortals. Uh, yet another fantastic, fantastic episode, all about the ways in which humanity can achieve immortality. Metaphorically, of course. There's no scientific way to flat out live forever, as far as I'm aware. Who knows? Maybe the science is updated <laughs> since 2014. <laughs> Maybe we found the secret to immortality in the last seven years. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's great. So we start off, and we go to ancient Mesopotamia, uh, in what is now Iraq, and we touch upon like the invention of writing and the very first pieces of writing, the very per- first person to sign their name to their work, the very first person who we know who they are, what they thought through. The words they wrote. Uh, the very first storytelling. The Epic of Gilgamesh. Uh, and all of that lovely, lovely stuff where the the words of storytelling were first written down and passed through the ages. Uh, we get that and that is a really, really fantastic bit. That is a really fantastic segment. Yet another in the long line of... What this show does best, in addition to educating you on the science, it also celebrates human achievement. That is absolutely uh, a lot of what this segment does. And then we get to, and I love this segment, this part is so fascinating, how life could have originated, or at the very least spent some time, in space! Space life! Space life! So, apparently, there was a asteroid, or at least we thought asteroid, meteorite, let's say. That's a proper terminology, I think. A meteorite that struck an African village. And then we went to Mars. We put a Viking spacecraft, I think it was, 
on Mars, and we started analyzing the soil of Mars. We started analyzing the properties of it. And then someone thought to compare it to that meteorite. And it's the same. That meteorite originated not from space, but from freaking Mars. So apparently, there is this really cool little dance that the planets, uh, the inner planets, I should say, the innards, <laughs> to quote the expanse, uh, do from time to time, where an asteroid will come down, smash into the planet, and send some debris flying into space. This debris will kind of go outward, it'll go into orbit around the sun, and then gravitational pull of either their home planet or a different planet or whatever will send them hurtling back either, again, to their home planet or to in the case of this, Earth. And so, like, for quite a while, Venus, Earth, and Mars would, like, constantly exchange rocks with one another through this process. And a lot of rocks are porous and do have uh, bits in there that can sustain life, can contain, can contain microbes that could, if they are strong enough through however much time of evolution, could survive in the vacuum of space. So it is entirely possible that, like, one of these rocks hit Earth, had some life in it. Uh, Maybe it was recycled from Earth. Maybe. Maybe we're Martians? We're probably not Martians. The most likely explanation with the science we know is that asteroid hit Earth, wiped out most life, But some microbes were in certain debris that went flying into space and that eventually came crashing down to Earth and then the microbes began a new yada yada yada. That's the most likely scientific explanation. But in the words of Batman, if there's even a 1% chance (laughs) that we're all Martians, we need to take it as an absolute certainty. (laughs) (sighs) Batman v Superman's not a good movie. It's not. Neil deGrasse Tyson was in Batman v Superman. Why'd he make that decision in his career? I don't understand it. Anyway, so there's that. But then there's also the idea of this happening on a more interstellar scale. Because as our solar system is revolving around the center of the Milky Way, occasionally, uh we will go through these interstellar clouds that act as kind of planet-making machines, like uh, these clouds of dust and whatever that sort of create planets and spit out planets uh, that sort of become various star systems. And when we pass through the Oort cloud of comets around our solar system, that'll react to the gravity Of that cloud. And it'll kind of jostle some comets. Some of them will pearl out into space. Some of them will pearl inward towards the sun. Some of them will impact the earth. And that'll send some debris off. With some microbes. That can survive in space. And it'll go out into this cloud mingle with uh, 
the atmosphere of a newborn planet. After a few years of just flying off in space. And then life will begin on that planet. So it's very possible that life on certain planets begins by just passing through various solar systems, jostling some comets, and then those comets launching debris that then goes into newborn planets and springs up life. And it's entirely possible that life throughout the universe forms in this way. Which is a fascinating idea. I love that. So much. That is so freaking cool. Uh, And then we get into how we are communicating with the cosmos. How uh, anyone in the universe could tell that there is life here on this little rock. Uh, We get to the first use of radio waves to send messages out through the world. Uh, The Project Diana where they literally sent radio waves at the moon to measure an echo. And it was just like this transmission of a bell toll, an ominous bell toll. And most of it actually went past the moon. It was only a small fraction of it that bounced off. But most of that wave, most of that sound wave, just kept going out into space at the speed of light. And then radio transmissions and television transmissions and all that... Uh, They started springing up everywhere. They started becoming commonplace. And then we literally started beaming our stories out into space. And all those radio broadcasts, all those television transmissions, all of that is like kind of ballooning out through the cosmos at the speed of light. And any civilization out there with a radio telescope pointed in the right direction could hear those transmissions, and could see, oh crap, there is a civilization broadcasting stuff. Now, we've actually tried this on the other side of the spectrum, on the other side of that, uh, with looking outward to see if anyone else was broadcasting radio waves, but we've had a sporadic and limited search, and Who knows, maybe an advanced civilization has moved beyond radio waves and discovered some other way to communicate. Uh, So it's a very flawed cert. It's a very flawed methodology that has not borne out literally anything. But we can dream. We can dream. And then, in a very happy, uplifting uh, diversion, Neil deGrasse Tyson then spends a significant amount of time talking about All the ways in which we could die. And there are a lot of them. There are a lot of ways that humanity could die. Uh, So let's see. There's supernova uh, from a nearby star. Uh, There's supervolcano erupting and causing volcanic winter. Uh, Let's see. There's... Asteroid, big old asteroid, big old hunk of space rock hitting the Earth. Uh, There's plague. Very ill-timed watching of this series, I'm now starting to understand. Very (laughs) ill-timed. As the COVID pandemic still rages. Uh, I'll have to keep from crying. And then there's the ever-present 
We are literally destroying our environment at the moment. Stop doing that. A lot of ways we could die. But then Neil deGrasse Tyson puts a damper on all that. And it's like, okay, let's take a look at what humanity could accomplish if we do survive. If we do have an unlimited time span. If we do make use of our intelligence, of our human intelligence, like, to overcome these issues, to overcome these shortcomings, to overcome whatever issues we may face, whether it be supernova or uh, our sun destroying the earth or... Of a volcano or asteroid or uh, us literally destroying the environment. Like, let's see what happens if we overcome that, what our potential could be. And it's this beautiful call to just be like, hey, let's get this future. Let's get this future because it's a pretty damn cool future. It's a pretty nice ass future. Uh, and Neil deGrasse Tyson very beautifully illustrates this by showing the next year on the cosmic calendar. The next 14 billion years compressed into a single year. What we could do in the first minute of that second year. Like how we could ring in the cosmic new year. And like all of his... Speculation of where humanity could go, it's all beautiful, it's all wonderful and inspiring, and I love it. It's so, so wonderful. Like, the human race could be immortal if we allow it to be. Please don't screw it up. (laughs) Please don't screw it up. There are so many ways we could die. Please don't let it happen. Anyway... Uh, yeah, that's it. That's, uh, the episode. It's a solid episode all around. Only two more left. And then we're done with Space Time Odyssey and moving on to Possible Worlds. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just to push a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash TomsClark, pledges a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. If you become a patron, you can also get access to the Television Archive Supplemental, which I'll be putting up there once every month. Or, if that's not work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, tomorrow, we will be discussing Cosmos of Space Time Odyssey, Episode 12. Talk to you then.